Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is your main event, Mark's Podcast, brought to you by Belly Up Unhinged Radio Network Sports. I am your first host, lifelong wrestling fan, former radio guy, and cat dad. I am Troy, and with me as always is the main event collector and figure hunting warrior. He is the WWE Walking Wrestling Encyclopedia, and he is the Black Machismo to my Sanjay Dutt. It's Greg. What's up, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the TNA 2007 train. We are going through our tour of the year 2007 in TNA. And we just back on the good try of the train, by the way, with this one. Yeah, right. Uh, Because last month, uh, it kind of went off the rails a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, lockdown was uh, it was it was actually the lockdown was okay. I mean, it wasn't the best lockdown I'd ever seen, but it was it was okay. Um, The one before that. I'm trying to think. Uh, you remember the March, the Destination X? That's Destination it. Destination X. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Elevation X, right? Yeah, that one sucked. That was also that was last race, wasn't it? Sucked. I thought it was uh, subpar. Well, wasn't that uh, uh, last rights? <laughs> oh, I might be Des- thinking. Of, I might be thinking of Against All Odds. Yeah. Because uh, no, okay. Destination X was Elevation X. We had Last Rites. Uh, that was the tag team ghetto brawl, I believe, was on that one. <sighs> yeah, I was a never mind. I'm thinking of against all odds. Right. Yeah. So that the, one, uh, the fish market brawl, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to cover that. Destination X 08. So next year, ladies and gents, uh, we've already got it on the docket. You're welcome, I, I guess. Yeah, you're like, I gotta watch this now. <laughs> What's the holdup? Well, after hearing our, our uh, uh, Jim Cornette talk about it, it makes me more intrigued to see it. Yeah, and we had a story. Um, <laughs> the, two, yeah, it was, uh, I go look back at the March schedule. It was, oh, I don't, I can't even. Oh, WrestleMania 24. Uh, that podcast. If you go back, we actually talk about it. And Bully Ray or Brother Ray at the time injured two different people with flying frozen fish being smacked into their faces or the back of their heads or whatever. So, And by people, we mean fans. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them was a fan. One of them was a, was a staff member that was wiping down the commentary desk, and she gets it in the back of the head, slamming her face into the desk. It's, it's not like I feel bad. Uh, I'm assuming she didn't get horribly injured. <laughs> yeah, that one is uh, going to be on TNA Destination X 2008, and we'll talk about that next year. But... Uh, for anybody wanting to know, mm-hmm. we did we actually did a watch along to the last rights match. Uh, uh you know what? That one. You know what? We're doing it again. We're going to do it with the fish market brawl. Screw it. Yeah, we Look might as well. Sure. We, we <laughs> yeah, might we're as doing. freaking well, man. This is uh, happening. 
anybody goes on our YouTube or if you're on our YouTube, search for that watch along we did to the uh, the last rights match. It was something. So, if you're not on our YouTube, what the hell? Go on our YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah, go check it out. We're getting new. You don't even have to put the bell. On. Just subscribe to us. I don't have the bell on for nobody. Full disclosure. Yeah, you don't right. have to have it on. Doesn't matter. You'll still be notified. You know, when you log into your account, you'll still see that you know new Little content blue dot. Is posted. Oh, come on, it's right yep. there. Yep, that's what I see. Just so, hit the button. We're getting new comments, new subscribers almost daily. Uh, I appreciate everybody who has done so. And uh, yeah, we'll keep posting new content. I've slowed down a little bit on content lately, but uh, I'm looking to amp it up again here real soon. So I got a few ideas. There's a couple of things we can do. We'll talk about that off air. Yeah, yeah. So uh, keep an eye on the uh, YouTube page and we'll cover all that. Uh, But today, uh, lockdown was a big step up from Destination X, and now this, I believe, was even better than Lockdown. So I'm looking forward this to this. May actually, I'm gonna have to watch the. I can't remember. Tell me this may actually be the best pay per view of 07. Huh. Wow. Four, uh, four team, by the way. Oh yeah, right. Um, and that's that's quite a statement. They had some pretty good ones, and we're gonna cover them all this year. I, yeah, I could doing... be wrong on that though. I'm gonna say that now. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, just, we're. Still... No, I haven't. I can't remember all the other ones off the top of my head, but this was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> We're still not over the halfway point yet, but we're getting there. So everybody uh, stick with us. We're going to cover all of 2007 from TNA, not impact episodes, but all their pay-per-views because they had 12 pay-per-views in the year. So uh, we're going to cover each and every one of them, one per month. Plus, other this is the uh, year, by the way, that launched our friendship. So, yeah, right. We were big uh, TNA fans. Uh, the only time I didn't consistently keep up with them, I, I watched most of the episodes but i would occasionally miss one or two was just because i had horrible internet was when they uh were off fox sports net and they hadn't quite got to spike tv yet and they were streaming on their that was it right when they were streaming that was it yeah yeah okay yeah it was only for a summer right it was literally from after slammiversary to a couple weeks before bound for glory yeah maybe even a week before bound for glory yeah, so not even six months. So, but yeah, so they streamed exclusively on TNAWrestling.com and I think it's ImpactWrestling.com now. If you guys want to go check it out, they're still going as Impact Wrestling. We've talked about before. So, but today we are going back to 07 for Sacrifice and we'll get into all that and the news notes of the time. Uh, but first, we're going to pause right quick to let you know that the main event marks is sponsored by Swift Lifestyles. They're clean energy drinks and focus enhancers, great tasting vitamins and big brain nootropics that are made and shipped from the USA. Go to SwiftLifestyles.com and use our special promo code main event marks. That is all one word to get 15% off your order. It's main event marks all one word for 15% off your order. But now that we're done with all of that, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, We're going to dive into the news and notes from May of 2007, right after this. Follow the Main Event Marks at Facebook.com forward slash Main Event Marks pod on Twitter at Main Event underscore Marks and on Instagram at Main Event underscore Marks and at Main Event Collector. Get ready to rumble! 
in your new Main Event Marks merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, masks, hats, stickers, pins, and much more on our Redbubble store. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com. You can also pick up some awesome clothing items with the latest updated show graphics on our Bonfire store. That's bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Support your favorite retro wrestling podcast and pick up some cool swag on our Bonfire and Redbubble stores. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com and bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper of TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. Expert fantasy advice, free contests, leading expert medical and legal analysis, and most importantly, you. Interact with us on all social media platforms or check us out at tssfantasy.com. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Check out the fun today and be a part of the most interactive fantasy show around. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. And we're back. Just to let you know, the main event marks is sponsored by Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks that gives the energy that gamers need while in a long session without skimping on their health. Their products come in a powder form to mix into your water. You can either choose the green apple or watermelon boxes. If you want to try both, you can get the sample kit. Use our link in the podcast description or simply go to shockedenergy.com. At checkout, use our promo code MAINEVENT. That's all one word to save 10% off your order. That's promo code MAINEVENT to save 10% at checkout. Who's a notes time here? Let's dive right into it. Uh, this... Hold on. I got I to gotta get prepared. Hold on. <laughs> oh, well, roll tide on that one. <laughs> you don't drink soda, so I'm assuming that's a coffee. It is a, um an electrolyte energy drink that has no guava in it. I don't drink energy drinks, yeah, but gotcha. electrolytes it... are fine. So, uh, I saw the one at Tate Conti uh, pimps for the one on like social media now is it goose or booze or i don't know something like that you know what i'm talking about i, I don't follow on social media so i couldn't tell you 
Well, I see this. I see the drink in stores all the time. I had it once. It's it's okay. I mean, it's got way more flavor than you know, any like hard seltzer. Is it a skinny? Like, like is it a skinny? Like t- it's like tall, kind of tall, skinny. Yeah, it's a taller can. can. It, yeah. It yeah, like, I, I uh, think I've seen that. It's yeah, the organic it's, one, right? I believe so. It's the same size as yeah. um like a monster can. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. You know, organic drink. It's really good. Right. Yeah. And it won't I, do I damage to you. Yeah, yeah, it's not carbonated at all. So, but uh, you want to hear the most 2007 story? We're starting off with it here. <clears throat> it's it's not the biggest. That can't story, be good. Yeah, you know, it's just it's funny what it references. Uh, Chase Stevens posted a message on his MySpace page <laughs> <laughs> regarding the that natural. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that, that that thing that Justin Timberlake owns. <laughs> Take off the my. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was regarding the Naturals release from TNA last week. He said, quote, every time I was headed to the top, I got held back for reason I could not help. So in return, that is what uh, I mean by held back. He spells held. He or H-E-A-L-D, by the way. So healed. I don't know. Uh, he said, I will not bury TNA nor say anything I would not have said to anyone that works there. The good news is I'm still a professional wrestler, and just because I'm not on TV today doesn't mean I won't be on TV tomorrow. Well, about uh, that. Well! <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I see this as an opportunity to move on and progress my career to build my legacy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Andy will be right there uh, with okay, me. Hold on. Don't laugh at that. Come on, dude. I, He's still, I, I he was mean, young at the time. I know. I. It's sad because you and I put over the fact we liked the Naturals and... Yeah, this was kind of it. But Andy will be right there with me the whole time, and the Naturals won't be down for long. Well. Right. Uh, End quote. Meanwhile, Andy Douglas posted, quote, free at last, free at last. End quote. God almighty. (laughs) (laughs) Good. The whitest boys you'll ever see saying that. Anyway, so. (laughs) My thing with that is, like, I'm not saying working for TNA was great, but it's like, were you really like Andy freaking Douglas chomping at the bit to get out of TNA and move on to greener pastures? There was one greener pasture that time, and they weren't going there. No, there was no NXT. If NXT was around at that time, I could totally see the Naturals going there. They were young, good-looking dudes, athletic. Hell yeah, but no. What, what was he going to go to Deep South Wrestling or? OVW. Like. They may be they may be victims of that uh got into it at the absolute wrong time. Right. So that that holds up for quite a few guys around this time. But again, uh, I feel sad for them because I like that team. They were great. Right, yeah. Well, TNA has removed the profiles of Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens from their official website. TNA has yet to make an announcement regarding their departures from the company. So I don't know why. Does any, they were does any company ever acknowledge them other than a thing on the website, though? Uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, they they were like a huge, well, uh, as small. They were a small-ish footnote in the history of TNA, and it's kind of sad. But it is. They were it the is. champions coming into uh, Impact. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. What was it? Spike um, TV. Spike TV. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was TNA at the time. But yeah, they were the champions going right. into that. Yeah, and I hated the whole newly franchised Naturals bullcrap. It's just so stupid. It seemed like it got Shane Douglas over more than it got the Naturals over. Because he liked uh, talking. Well, hey. is And they know, couldn't. 
all is good as long as you cut his effing music. <laughs> I uh, he just he just reminds me that I hate the Steelers. By the way, I don't know why it's weird. <laughs> right. Well, he's got to remind you every night that he's a Steelers fan because he has to wear black and yellow. <sighs> the bottom feeders of that division sure, by the way, I'm going to say. But anyways. And what's uh, and it's funny that he used to come out to Deep Purple. Oh, that was cool, though. I love that. Song. I, oh, yeah. That was that was awesome. It's just it's funny that he wears black and yellow and then he comes out to Deep Purple. <laughs> but this one, I here's another one of those. Oh, yeah, that was around this time stories. TNA has uh, let me uh, let me prepare. <laughs> okay, because this is usually good. <laughs> well, it wasn't anything bad, but yeah. Uh, TNA has received their new TNA world title and tag title belts. They have also ordered a new X Division title, so it appears as if the change from NWA titles to TNA titles could happen at any time, even at Sunday's I... Sacrifice show. I forgot about that, and it does happen at Sacrifice, I believe. Uh, no, well, wait, no, it happens right after. Right after. after. Happens yeah. like, but it is at at this event when they call it the teeny titles. I remember because, you know, if for anybody that doesn't know, they tape uh, ahead of time. So I remember leaked pictures coming out of, they're like, here here are the new title belts. And I specifically remember it was Team 3D holding them, uh, the tag titles, and Kurt Angle holding the world title. So that always stuck with me. And for anyone who doesn't know why, uh, they have sort of seceded from the NWA or yeah, they basically didn't want to follow the NWA's rules because the NWA, at the end of the day, still controlled those titles, even though they were in TNA. So, yeah. But the other big positive of the move is that uh, TNA can license replicas of their titles. This is something that WWE makes a lot of money on. The NWA plans to hold a tournament this summer. Tournament, bro! Tournament, bro! Spanning over several events to crown a new NWA champion. The top names being suggested for the new champion are Brian Danielson, Brent Albright, and Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, I don't. And think... don't forget Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. <laughs> wow. Did uh, he hold that yeah. like seven times? Yeah, yeah, he held the belt of uh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, now he's it's... heading up WWE uh, TV. There you go. Yeah. One way ticket to the top. I still don't understand scrap iron. Like, is that supposed to make you sound tough? Because it's got iron. He's a hard, he's like, a hardcore. Uh, I, I this may have nothing to do with it, but he's a hardcore Packer fan. So maybe it might be a Wisconsin thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because when I hear scrap iron, I'm like, that's you're literally calling yourself recycled trash. Like, uh, whatever. But yeah, well, recycled uh, trash becomes a lot of good stuff nowadays. So yeah, that's true. Uh, for anybody, anybody that doesn't know, obviously everybody should know Brian Danielson. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli is uh, Cesaro or was Cesaro and Brent Albright for anybody that doesn't know was uh, Gunner Scott in WWE he was the one we actually talked about him on a previous podcast where WWE let him go because they said we want you to be more like Chris Benoit and then they're like no 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 you're too much like Chris Benoit you're fired I'm gonna move on I'm gonna say something but okay (laughs) (laughs) wow Uh, but yeah uh, moving on here while the morale let's keep it moving here while the morale remains low in TNA, uh, says who? Scott Steiner's attitude. Uh, Uncle Dave. Oh, well, I, I think the rooster was working for him at the time. So there you go. Uh, Scott Steiner's attitude and mood. <laughs> wow. Uh, Scott Steiner's mood and attitude have been positive. The Frankensteiner he did at lockdown may have been the first he did the move since 1997. 
He was telling people backstage at lockdown that he was bringing the move out of retirement. Uh, I like how so morale's low, but Scott Steiner's the happy one, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. He's uh, like, I'm uh, getting paid, right? Like, yeah, Scott, your check's in the mail. Uh, yeah. Did Paul, do you say that? Because... <laughs> Uh, the Scott Steiner pulling out the Frankensteiner was, was cool. Um, he only, yeah, he only did it off the top rope. Now, like if anybody watches the old Steiner matches, he used to like jump up onto the dude's shoulders and snap it off here. He ain't snapping anything off. So he had to do uh, it. Off the top gym. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's, uh, so he's doing it off the top. So yeah, but it was still cool. It was like, man, cause once he became big Papa pump, he didn't, he didn't do that move anymore. Big being the keyword. Right. Uh, last, well, I got two more TNA stories here, and then we're moving on to WWE. But uh, TNAWrestlingNews.com, still shocks me that that was a thing. There's a uh, news site dedicated just to them? Yes. Uh, wow. So That moderator put, had a lot of work, huh? Yeah, right. Hey, we got a, you know a whole two stories this week. Business is booming. <laughs> But NWA separating from them? Oh man, there's an article and a half. Right. I could probably get and that's and that's it for the month. I could probably get a thousand words out of this one. Holy cow. <laughs> but TNA Wrestling hey, and, News. Uh, we like TNA, by the way, so I don't think anyone would say, oh, you're passionate. No. We genuinely loved it this time. Yeah, <laughs> but there wasn't exactly a whole lot of moving and shaking <laughs> that uh, earned itself some articles, you know, going on here. But TNAWrestlingNews.com is reporting that with no apparent direction for serotonin, there is talk that the group concept will be dropped. There was talk of serotonin <laughs> feuding with Voodoo Kin Mafia, but Gail Kim lobbied hard for TNA to bring in the Basham Brothers. Uh, apparently, TNA originally didn't have much interest in the Bashams, and it took Kim's persuading to convince them to hire the former WWE tag team. All right, where do we even go from here? First of all, <laughs> Who was aching for a voodoo kid mafia serotonin feud? <laughs> right. And then they're like disappointed. Uh, they're like, oh, I guess we'll change direction to the Bashams. It's like, okay. Uh, and like, uh, my other thing. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's, well, first of all, the serotonin thing. Like, does it, does serotonin get dropped around? I forget when the transition very is. Very quickly. Yes, very quickly. And yeah. they weren't around very long. I swear the whole thing was just a vehicle to put Kazarian over as a singles guy. Uh, and a baby face. And he would go so, on to have one of the greatest ladder matches in history with Christian right after leaving. So, yeah. Yeah. He became Kaz instead of Kazarian. I don't know why, but it is what it is. And I you thought a, WWE only did that, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, I don't know, man. It gave Matt Bentley and uh, Johnny Devine something to do for a couple of months. And then they were Maverick Matt Bentley. Yeah. And then they were gone. Yeah, go on forever, bro. And then we're left. No, no, no. They would both be back eventually a couple times. So it's not forever. I I forget. Yeah, Yeah, but Kazarian only use it when it applies, please. I I genuinely don't remember them coming back. So I thought they were gone for it. Well, I guess I kind of remember Johnny Devine popping up here and there. But (sighs) either way, uh, the the other thing here is Gail Kim lobbied for them to bring in the Bashams. That was going to be my second thing. Like, when does she get any kind of pull? No disrespect, and he's great, but when the hell does she get pulled? Yeah, it's like... Uh, the Gail Kim edicts, man. Those are legendary. 
Uh, she had been there for, what, a year, I think, at this point? Maybe two? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I think a couple of years. I mean, she was so, the top dog as far as females go there. Right. So there's uh, no they, denying that. But. They apparently respected her enough. So the funny oh, thing is... She didn't deserve anything. Like, I'm, I'm just right. saying. Like, yeah, she has the whole... She's Jeff Jarrett or Kurt Angle or something. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, the, well, and she had the WWE uh, name behind her. So, you know, that probably... I mean, that helps. Back in the day in TNA, let's be real. That's that's half the battle right there. But. Right. Oh, you were in TNA for a cup of coffee? Well, <laughs> we'll sign over everything. But, yeah, they brought, she wanted to bring in the effing Bashams. Okay. And not a bad team, but... No, I've not one I'm clamoring for. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's let's bring in JBL's cabinet. <laughs> and actually, they did because at actually, one point they, they had Orlando yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I'm almost all in. Right. Uh, they just needed Jillian Hall, and they would have had them all there. <sighs> but, it was post cabinet. It was uh, that brunette girl. Oh. Uh, uh, she, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She, I think she was like a Playboy one. model or something. Probably. Oh, she was a Playboy boss. We should hire her. Hey, boss, I saw this girl in a Hustler magazine. I think she'd be great in the ring. She's got huge jugs. Not as great as your pecs, though. Want me yeah. a little for you? She's awfully attractive, boss, but not as attractive as you. That's a Starcade main eventing tan you got. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Might I say, oh. that haircut will get you over. <laughs> no, you need no a skateboard. Anyway, stop. Yeah. Not like a stupid Matt Morgan that we fired. Who could take him seriously with that hair? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, why are these throwing in a blender and mixed up here? <laughs> I know. I don't know why I threw the Eric Bischoff stuff. <laughs> John, John Laurinaitis, but, you know. Uh, I, I threw the, uh, what was his name with Shane Douglas? Um. Uh, oh, their names? Dudes with the dude, dynamic dudes. I think this for them, so we got everything in. I think we're good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, my buddy Shane Douglas is over there. Let's bring him in. He could do some <laughs> dynamic work over here, dude. <laughs> All right, sorry. I, I had one I think more. He's a principal or a dean. Let's get him back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right. We have people power on SmackDown and the oh, dean on Raw. <laughs> oh, good Lord. You know what I smell? <laughs> I smell Money. a great YouTube. I smell a great YouTube uh, clip right here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Asses and seats, man. This you better be a short on YouTube. Inches? This better be a short on YouTube. I'm killing you, man. <laughs> hey, dude, you want to you want to put an ass every 18 inches? The dynamic dudes on both shows. Hell yeah, 18, man. That's like 12 lim- uh, minimum. <laughs> wow. I'm uh, talking Cowboy Stadium sold out every night. God dang it. All right, I'm All done. Right. <laughs> uh, well, after this story, we're done. We are highly entertained. Today. <laughs> right. And we're just being stupid. Uh, Jackie Moore, I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this, this also happened around this time. I forgot. Uh, Jackie Moore went and had dental surgery done after her match against Gail Kim last week on Impact. Moore wrestled Kim in a street fight in which Moore's teeth were knocked out. Is that Charlie uh, Austin's wife? Say what? That's Charlie Austin's wife, right? No, uh, Jack, Jack, Jacqueline, Jackie Moore. Oh, Jacqueline. Oh, Moore. Okay, got it. That's Jackie Gata. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. You remember when Jacqueline had her teeth knocked out? I do. Yeah. Yes. 
I remember she put a trash can over her head. Gail Kim, pronouns, pal. Damn it. Uh, but Gail Kim put a trash can over Jackie's head and then smacked it with a chair or a kendo stick, one of them, and busted her teeth out. Uh, and, and to then, quote the, uh, the great Jim Cornette, uh, stupid and stuff like that happens because it accomplished nothing. See that? I get it. Because <laughs> it's like, and what was that for? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And then Abyss, and then Abyss had his two front teeth knocked out by uh, a, uh, a potato kick from Rob Van Dam. Uh, but I mean, it sucked, but but it did add to his look. I will say, I thought so. Yeah, but it had a little more sense than this, I guess. Right. Well, that further proves the point of where uh, you know Conrad was talking about. He was backstage with Ric Flair at a at a RAW. And he said, well, I'm not going to say who, but somebody, uh, one of the younger guys said, oh, yeah, I'm facing Rob Van Dam tonight. He said, uh, Mark Henry goes, oh, man, get your mother hands up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Uh, yep. Everybody says they're like, you're going to catch a straight kick. (laughs) Oh, no, dude, it's fake. It's all of it. Yeah, right. Him and Jericho, dude. Both of everybody says they just throw potatoes. That's why Shawn Michaels said. He's like, I should have known better, but he's like, honestly, I wasn't shocked when you punched my wife in the mouth. <laughs> he's like, I should have known uh, and saw that. Call. He's like, I've wrestled you enough to know that was probably going to be a live round. But either way, uh, moving into some wrestling related movie news here. It's funny where we are in 2022 here. The Rock may be playing the part of Captain Marvel in the upcoming Shazam film. It appears uh, actually... Hmm. That the role is for Marvel's enemy, Black Adam. This makes sense as The Rock somewhat resembles the Adam character. Shazam actually didn't come out until 2019, and all of these years later, The Rock will be playing Black Adam in his own movie. 15 years later, coming up in July, I think, or they get pushed back. I can't even tell you what the damn schedules anymore with DC, but yeah, right. yeah, they're all over the damn place. It's 15 years almost exactly. Yeah, got freaking right. nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the I don't know if you saw this recently. Uh, the Rock responded because people were like, "Well, Black Adam is murdering people. He's he's a superhero." <laughs> My first reaction was like, "He's not an effing hero." Why are you shocked yeah. that he's mur- that he's killing people? Good lord! <laughs> like he's literally the bad guy. Like yeah, the movie is centered around him, but he's not a hero. That's just. <sighs> It's the same people that was like, oh, psh, now we've got a She-Hulk, really? Like, um, there's been, a, there's been a She-Hulk for, like, decades. So this is not, like, something new. <sighs> I mean, it's new to TV, cinema, whatever. But Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I... Uh, well, another lawyer? Yeah, that's how we kind of get her and Daredevil swamped together. Uh, right. I've heard that one, well, too. We need another lawyer. I'm like, that's literally the thing. <laughs> Right. Well, she Hulk was, I don't know if she was on the Hulk cartoon or if she had her own cartoon, but she, there was definitely a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She had a cartoon of her. So it's like, this isn't brand new thought up at the last minute. (sighs) Anyway, uh, we talked about this movie the last couple shows, I believe Uh, the condemned did roughly $280,000 at the box office this weekend, a nearly 80% drop from the previous weekend it is unlikely that it will remain in theaters by next weekend. Kind of sucks. We're in May, correct? Yeah. 
I mean, does it take a genius to realize that May is like the second biggest movie month of the year? May be the yeah. first one. I think it's between that and June. But does it take a genius? I mean, <laughs> right. If if you're releasing a movie uh, right before the summer or going into summer, or whatever, or going into like Thanksgiving and Christmas, those are the times where you're like, well, we're we're thinking this is going to be a blockbuster. But I don't know. The Condemned is great, I thought, but I don't know about Blockbuster. I did see this one in theaters. Uh, but speaking of which, in a recent interview, Vince McMahon really blasted Lionsgate for how they marketed The Condemned. He basically blamed them for the film's lack of success. He went as far as to say that they sabotaged the film. He says that they never promoted Steve Austin as the star, never properly explained what the story was about in the poster and trailers, and said that nobody outside of the WWE fan base knew about the film. He put over 20th Century Fox for the job that they did on the Marine. He said that WWE is close to reaching a new deal with Fox, which will see two theatrical releases and several DVD releases. Uh, yeah, I don't think they released any other films in theaters, if I remember correctly. Um, that's my knowledge. I think the Page movies in theaters. Oh, uh, Fighting With My Family? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And by the way, I didn't know, like, when that movie came out, I had no idea who the hell Florence Pugh was. Now she's, like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all movies, TV, my dreams, everywhere. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, she's dating the main dude from Scrubs. Uh, I can't remember. The one Zach. that threatened to be the 12 year old kid on TV? I don't know. Zach Braff, I think is his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. He was on an episode of Punked. Obviously, cool. Cow. Um, a little little kid was uh, destroying his car, or what he thought was his car, <laughs> a replica, and he was about to beat him up on live TV. Yeah. Oh man! So he assaults children, folks. There you anyway. go. Not allegedly, saying, you know, I'm not saying he assaults them, but he at least alleges to, threatens to, is ready to. He, he thought about not it. Not saying he ever did. Yeah, right. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he thought about it real hard. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. But I'm like, right. really? Like, uh, he's like 20 some years older than her. She's younger than I am. And I, and he's old enough to be eh, not quite my dad, but uh, he's he's in that range. It's like, um, all right, whatever. I haven't <sighs> seen her in Hawkeye, which is amazing. That. Oh, yeah. I liked her. I, she's growing into that character real well. Like, uh, I thought she did well in the Black Widow movie, uh, but. She, yeah, totally. Yeah, but she she did real well in Hawkeye. So, uh, but well, in because of Hawkeye, she got to be the lead, essentially, or well, one of the leads. Right, and she got to show off more range of emotion and that kind of stuff too, which I thought was cool. Uh, in the same interview, Vince McMahon talked about WWE expanding into MMA, saying that they considered it but have decided against it. I guess that was one of the. Uh, fights between him and Shane years ago is because Shane was wanted to go whole hog into MMA and wanted Vince to buy UFC oh, and all well, that stuff. Raw underground, man. Boom. Yeah. And I guess he, he wanted Vince to buy UFC and all this other stuff. And Vince kept, no, no, no. I think Shane did go and invest in an MMA promotion in Canada or something like that. But obviously it didn't really go anywhere. Uh, but either way. Well, 2007 too was the year. It was one of the first years UFC exploded. So right. Well, I can see why. What's funny about this next part is you and I have talked about 
sometimes it's like, man, Vince is really thinking like 10 years down the line and look where things went, you know, and this one, Nostradamus, he's well, not. Pritchard, he's done that since like the 80s. Right. Well, <sighs> this this one calls his uh, some of his judgment into question here in this interview, because he said that MMA is everywhere. It can or it can be right now and that it will burn out soon. He said that MMA has no major stars and that it is difficult to invest in a fighter because all that investment can be undone if he loses or gets knocked out. He said that the upside isn't there for MMA or boxing in terms of WWE going in those directions. Um, yeah, no major stars, huh? Hmm. Uh, speaking of Marvel, this was seven. This was the first year, the first full year of Anderson Silva. He's not a major yeah. star. Uh, yeah, I and uh, think he may well, be the greatest fighter that ever lived. He's not a major star. Well, and, and, and like I said, you know, speaking of Marvel, uh, George St. Pierre. Like, yeah, right. Like next, he he got a freaking callback. He's one of the right. He's one of the rare people that isn't like his last name isn't Hart, and he's still a god in Canada. <laughs> right. So, uh, I just I I Chuck Liddell. Tito Ortiz, they were, I mean, I, I can't remember in 2007 if they he were was still. was probably his first star before he yeah. was on TV. Yeah. And, um, and Tito Ortiz has been in movies, not good ones, but movies. <laughs> and uh, you know, so they've got stars, and they were about to get more stars. And he's like, well, as soon as they get knocked out, their star power diminishes. Like, mm, does it, though? <sighs> Everybody knows in fighting, the rematch is where the money's at. So that literally right. makes no sense. Now, if he get knocked out twice, he might, ha- might have a point, but no. Conor McGregor <laughs> still draws money to this day and has not exactly been on a hot streak the last few years. I think he's on a four-fight losing streak? Yeah. If you include the Mayweather fight? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this, that's... <laughs> that was, oh, okay, huh? kilky. And boxing still draws big money. I, You and I don't give a damn about it, but it still draws well, big money. I care money. about a couple of fighters, but... And especially as a recording, uh, we're a couple of days away from the Canelo fight, which is, oh, you know, one of the bigger right. fights of, ever, but of the year. I mean, yeah, I, I should have known Cinco de Mayo's coming up as of the recording here. So, yeah. Full disclosure, we for a little bit ahead of time. Right. Uh, you know, last year, Cinco de Mayo fell on Taco Tuesday. So literally all the Mexican places in my area were like packed. And I made the stupid decision. I was like, I kind of want tacos tonight, not thinking about the date and whatever. I was waiting for over <laughs> half an hour to get my order from online. Oh, you could have just went to Taco Bell and got the best Mexican food in America. That's a real thing, by the way. Good Lord. They're not even the it best. Was voted best. It, it was voted that, though. I mean, I know you know that. You had to have seen I, that. No. <laughs> by who? I, I don't know. White by people? Who, apparently. Oh, I, I have no doubt. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say all white people. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. I love Taco Bell, but nah. <laughs> anyway. I have a I have a friend, by the way. This goes along with I just want to say this. Uh she's Chinese. And she told me she will never eat Panda Express because it is quote nasty American Chinese food, and that's not Chinese food. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's All the right. same argument though. That's the thing. Everything, it's the same thing. Everything after that first statement is completely true. The same, but it is not nasty. I just that is the nectar I, of I the just, gods. I, the point being, those American versions of uh, ethnic foods 
just oh. sometimes Americans look at it like it's the best. And apparently, to you know, said ethnicities, it sucks. And I'm oh, not saying like, the right. I'm just saying that's that's the thing. Oh, it's uh, like a, it's like Italians and uh, Olive Garden. They're like, that's not Italian. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, all right, whatever. Um, Italian just, enough for me. Love, I just love that she said that to me. I never heard it before. It's nasty American Chinese. <laughs> it is American Chinese food. It's oh, not the best, but yeah. That's why when when you and I went to little or, uh, Chinatown in uh, in New York, <laughs> you were like, "Oh wow, I get two entrees." You were expecting something like Panda Express, and I'm like, "Yeah, no. exactly." That kind of shocked me when I got them. Okay, so this is how it works. And when you said yeah. you wanted chow mein, it's actually lo mein. That's why I I don't know why they call it chow mein. It is not. That is low main, but yeah. whatever. I ugh, moving on. <laughs> the uh, the next Saturday night. I love Chinese food, by the way. Hell yeah, I could eat that at least once a week, if not more. The next Saturday night's main event is likely to air on June second, the night before WWE One Night Stand. The show will air on June third. Uh, hmm. so that does happen. That's the one that gets like shuffled around because a lot of guys can't show up. They're supposed to be like a huge, <clears throat> for lack of a better term, like a, a gimmick tag ma- tag team, a tag, sorry, a gimmick 10 man tag match. The reason I say that is because it was literally everybody in like a weird gimmick. It was Goldust, it was uh, Boogeyman, huh. people like that. Oh, Something happens, it gets shuffled around. Someone no shows or gets hurt. I don't know. But I remember that one. It was a complete mess. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, at the two thousand the WWE two thousand seven shareholders meeting, Vince McMahon mentioned that they are working on a special event which will be titled Night of Champions, where every match will have a WWE championship on the line. That happens. happens. It's a pretty good event. Uh, didn't they change the name of that show like three times throughout the years? So I, I want to say it was Night of Night Champions, of- Clash of Champions. I thought there was. I thought they had altered the name slightly at one point before Clash of Champions, because I thought they because it was originally just uh, Night of Champions, and I think they changed it to slight alteration to the Night of the Champions or something like that. I I forget. If they did, that sounds about right. Yeah, and then uh, then yeah, now because Hell in a Cell changed to uh, Hell in a Cell used to be Hell on the Cell, or maybe the other way around. So they they've done that before. They call it Hell in the Cell now? I, I think it's A. It, with a. Eh. it is A. Huh. But it started out as the. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that one, but yeah. <sighs> Here's one I thought was funny. Miss McMahon has been given an honorary doctorate of humane letters degree, whatever the hell that is, from Sacred Heart University after he gave a speech there recently. So he is now Dr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Hey, well, boss, you saw that uh, colonoscopy he gave to Jr. on Raw. So I mean, yeah, he literally pulled his head out of his rear. Maybe so, he's a doctor. Yeah, doctor. Excuse me. It is Doctor Heine. Okay. <laughs> hey, boss. That's a uh, nice doctorate you got there. You want me to laminate it for you? <laughs> it's Doctor McMahon. Really? <laughs> you, you, you got the. You watch. Um, this reminds me. You watch Big Bang Theory, right? Yeah, I used to. Did yeah. You, did you ever see the episode where Sheldon got his uh, uh, World of Warcraft account hacked? Uh, no. Well, a cop shows up. He's talking to him, and he goes, "Mr. Cooper, hey, it's Doctor Cooper." The cop <laughs> says, "He looks at uh, Leonard and goes, seriously?" And Leonard's like, 
Yeah, but not the guy with access to drugs. That's not the officing man. He doesn't have access to drugs. It's fine. <laughs> I just think of the, the Friends episode where Joey's like, you remember when you tried to convince us that you were a doctor? And Ross is like, I am a doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I remember, if I remember a heart attack, I'll call you so you can come in with your little fossil uh, brush. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people say before, they're like, Look, if if you're not a doctor of medicine or whatever, shut the f up. Nobody cares. It's like good for you, but when somebody's like, "Is there a doctor in the house?" and you stand up and say, "Well, I'm a doctor. Can you help this man with a heart attack?" Oh no, I'm a doctor of uh, English. <laughs> like then shut the f up and sit down. <laughs> hey, dude, Doctor Britt Baker. They say she's a doctor, but really she's just a dentist. That's more of a doctor than something like <laughs> a doctor of you know. In comparison, whatever. yes, but no. She can actually prescribe medication, I believe. So, that's uh, the guy with access to drugs. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. A uh, couple more stories Off the rails, here. Dan, that's what we do here. Uh, Damn okay. right. We provide the entertainment. I got and I got another Johnny Johnny Ace, you know, line pushed in there. So you know, we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Good Lord, speaking of cooking, uh, Two Cold Scorpio was released by WWE this week. Uh. Why is that? Speaking with of cooking, <laughs> well, maybe I should bake more time for that cooking. segue, please. Yeah, more like baking rather than cooking. He, uh, I, as far as I, I know, he it, you know, yeah, marijuana is not really a drug. I count it right. That. Yeah, so that's <laughs> more of a bake than a cook. But yeah, so. <laughs> but no, bake is what you get. Good lord. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, today I learned, or you know, as the kids say, T I L. That uh, Too Cold Scorpio was under WWE contract in the spring of 2007. I just learned that too, unless it was an ECW thing and I missed it. Yeah, I'm assuming he can't because there was a bunch of ECW guys under contract at this time. So that's all I can think of. Because, like, wow, really? You mean to tell me you had Flash Funk in 07 and you didn't use him? Like, what the F? I feel chipped. <sighs> I kind of like Flash Funk, so I'm not going to joke. <laughs> I I legitimately want a Mattel Elite of Flash Funk. I am not even trolling you right now. I feel like it could. It, I felt like it came off super corny, but it could have been done well. I don't feel that the gimmick was a complete like throw it out. It sucks, but I don't know. Either way, uh, final story here. Most of the ECW originals that signed contracts last year have their ECW. deals coming up soon. <laughs> they they have their deals coming up soon. Most are in fear for their jobs, particularly since WWE announced that uh, at the investors conference that they were axing the planned December ECW pay-per-view. However, 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 the contracts have options for one or two year extensions and most are likely to be extended for at least the year. This was the year of December to December, wasn't it? No, that was uh, it just passed. Oh, okay. So you can so, see why they don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, so now I can see why the, everybody is in fear for their jobs and WWE talked about axing the show. Yeah, so that sucked. You and I will have to cover Dece- December to December at some point. Uh, why? No, Greg, it's why not. <laughs> we watch it so I you mean, don't have to you know, I get covering the, the fish market brawl, but this really... Oh, yeah, because uh, that's uh, better, I guess. I don't know. Didn't we? Yeah, we covered Hardcore Justice, didn't we? God, we're stupid. <laughs> and yes, we did. 
Uh, our August bonus show from last year was Hardcore Justice 2010. Go so, check so it out. Yeah, we pretty much dedicated it as a show. Uh, oh, we're going to do it as it a was, bonus because we need an extra one. Yeah, it was non-canon. <laughs> we'll say. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, my God. <sighs> but anyway. I'll tell you how much I love doing this. Uh, at times. But uh, we're going to take our next break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to dive into the event at hand, which was better than some of that news that I just covered. But uh, we'll get into it right after this. Follow the main event marks at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod on Twitter at main event underscore marks and on Instagram at main event underscore marks and at main event collector. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah brother, that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go movie. way back, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Hey, 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 it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. And we're back. It is TNA Sacrifice 2007. Once it doesn't have a tagline. But it took place on May 13th, 2007 at the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. The attendance was 900 people hanging them from the rafter. <laughs> Legit sellout. Yeah. You know what, though? We always joke about that, but was it? Because in order for it to be a sellout, Universal Studios has to be a sellout that day. So is it sold out? Uh, the venue, not the park as a whole. But again, does it sell out if you don't sell tickets to it? Shouldn't it be uh, I, at max capacity? I wondered that about uh, their pay-per-views. It's like, did they get in for... Because I know they got in for free to Impact. I, they I got in they for got... free to the pay-per-views. I can tell you that 100% because my friend used to go to all of them. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. So that I can tell you that, that for a fact. Yeah. Now, there were certain ones you had to pay for a VIP access, and you got huh. for sure front row seats. But huh. it was like general admission was free basically so yeah oh well yeah and you got to pay to get in the park so i guess that's cool but i was always nowadays i think about like if i'm going to universal i want to spend all day going on rides and stuff 
right. I'd have to specifically set aside three hours for this day to pay the hundred bucks to get an universal to go to the show. Yeah, I'm not you have to. But I'm like, if I'm going to a theme park, I want to go on the damn rides. Right. But, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna pay that money to get in, because it's not cheap to get into the parks for anybody that doesn't know. So the buy rate for this one was actually twenty five thousand buys, which was uh, that was a good number for WCW in two thousand. <laughs> And I did legit buy this, by the way. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I, I think I watched this one. I don't remember off the top of my head, but uh, it all kind of runs together. Either way, uh, we blow the pyro off to start the show, and then we're right into the first match. It is Chris Saban. Def- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Chris <that> song. <laughs> oh. The production song is always so corny, but it gets me. <laughs> right. Uh, Chris Saban is defending the TNA Exhibition title in a triple threat match against Black Machismo and Sanjay Dutt. This one went just over 13 minutes. TNA's new mascot, Thumper, the Moronic Rabbit, is sitting at ringside. Oh, God. Yeah. I do not remember this at all. No, you don't, because it was literally around for a month. I think they axed it right away. Why? Like, why is this a thing, man? It's like when my WCW... logic. Now I asked the same question. I had the note and I erased it because it came to my mind. Why is it a thing? Because they're in a theme park and they need a thing for it, and that makes all the sense in the world. But I... they just chose. One. Yes, that's just uh, stupid. Uh, yeah, that's like. Thought, by the way, I'm not going to say you know I'm Uncle Dave and I know, but I'm like they're in a theme park, a mascot. It makes total sense. But man, it's yeah. Stupid. But it's like when WCW had Wildcat Willie. Get it? WCW. Yeah. Then they stopped acknowledging him and they just saw him randomly on the side during entrances. And I guess maybe even worse than acknowledging him because he's like the creepy thing on the side. Yeah, somebody's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> that's that's what they do when uh, Chuck E. Cheese closes down for the evening, eh? <laughs> and you thought, again, I'm going to point out, you thought WWE is corny, huh? Yeah, right. Well, this There's is always something so, worse. So. Yeah. To my knowledge, they've never had a mascot on WWE. Uh, Am I wrong no, on that? They had... No, they had dancers at one point, like the Raw Girls or something like that, but nah. Yeah, that was, yeah, okay. That was about it. But I am completely, like I said, I'm completely blanking on that thing. I don't remember any of it. But in the end, Saban rolls up Sanjay with a schoolboy for the win. Uncle Dave actually gave this four stars. I gave it three. I thought it was a really good opener. What say you? I as well gave it four stars. This really? was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, it was it. really damn good. All three you of these can't guys can't ever go wrong phenomenal. with a Chris Saban match. The rest are great, right. too. Saban yeah. is just criminally underrated. Hey, Jay Lethal is the uh, greatest first-generation wrestler. That he is. So, as long as he got regular time on, on AEW, which I'm extremely happy about. Yeah, how about that? Not relegated to dark anymore. <laughs> Uh, but and Sanjay Dutt was not a sl- uh, slouch either. Like he was, did he you was pretty good? <laughs> Boy, you slip there, huh? <laughs> Grief. <laughs> yeah, Sanjay was pretty good. Uh, I he, he was always good for a nice high spot match. I, I appreciated the stuff he did. Cheesemo was great. Uh, Chris Saban was awesome. After okay, the match, all, here, well, two of them are still awesome, by the way. But right. Sanjay Dutt is now Jay Lethal's little punk, but you know, whatever. <laughs> On TV as well. So that's wow. cool. Uh, but after the match, Machismo and Sanjay get into a fist fight in the ring. They're feuding over, like, the paparazzi production stuff is still going on. Machismo got the new gimmick, but Sanjay just wasn't wasn't getting it, and he was pissed off at Jay Lethal, apparently. Uh, but Kevin Nash comes down to break it up. 
Sanjay Dutt then kicks Nash in the back of the knee and takes off. Like, good well, lord. You're gonna break down Nash, man. <laughs> yeah, right. A stiff breeze could, you know, take his <laughs> knee out, so. <sighs> but we go now backstage where Jeremy Borash is standing by with Robert Rude and Miss Brooks, who's in a neck brace. Rob Rude. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? You can, you can fit so many title belts in this trunk here. What's it going to take for me to get you in this car today? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Rude said. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph, Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler's like, dude, this is my rental car. <laughs> right? But, oh, uh, Rude, man. Rude says that Eric Young is at home where he told him to stay. He says that tonight, Jeff Jarrett is going to elevate him to superstar status when he beats Jarrett in the middle of the ring. Back at the ring, Kevin Nash grabs a mic and angrily tells Sanjay Dutt that Thursday on Impact, his ass belongs to Nash. So just what a great ass. ass that is, by the way. <laughs> All right. So, is he the ass collector? We we've had the the uh, belt collector. He's still nobody... belt collector. He's Matt Cardona. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, why has nobody used that so far? Just as like a comedy gimmick. The ass collector. I'm kicking ass, or I'm taking names and kicking ass. Or, I feel like it's it? something Tony Khan would do with Billy Gunn. I don't know why they haven't. I'm taking ass and kicking names. There you go. <laughs> All right, we got a water boy reference in there. <laughs> right. Uh, but we see earlier in the day, Voodoo Kin Mafia was attacked outside of the arena by the former Basham brothers, sending BG James to the hospital. Medical well, facility. Let's revisit our news segment real quick. It happened. Yeah. Now, chomping at the Yelkin pit, sign them Basham. Wait, why didn't they keep it going with the uh, the BDSM stuff, man? Could have, you know, flip to the back and it's Gail Kim chaining them up to the and uh, whipping them. <laughs> You remember that crap? They, they, yeah, they, yeah, I do remember that was stupid, but they couldn't do it because they didn't have Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> wow. For those who don't remember, JBL used to say Shelton Benjamin was Shaniqua. I what? am not making this up. You didn't see that? You don't remember that on TV? No. Was it JBL? I don't remember. I don't remember Wait, any well, of who's Yeah, yeah. He was uh, Shelton, you look good. Your pecs got bigger and all that. And it's like, never seen together in the same room at the same time. I Good believe it was JBL. It's effed up. <sighs> anyway, uh, up next is uh, Robert Rude with Miss Brooks in his corner, taking on Jeff Jarrett in 13 minutes, 12 seconds. I want to uh, just point out real quick, this is the famous uh, Eric Young. He's got a friend story. It turns out to be Jeff Jarrett. Everyone thought it was some, I, myself included, we all thought it was some stupid, lame job wrestler as a joke. And it turns <laughs> out to be Jeff Jarrett, one of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, I say this, but TNA's biggest stars. So it's kind yeah, of a right. shock. Yeah, main event dude. Like, yeah, they're free it was like a legitimate thing, and it was not like a joke, which is like, and I love Eric Young, but that's got Eric Young joke written all over it. <laughs> Literally everything he did. <laughs> and but, I, don't get me wrong, I laughed at it, I loved it. I thought the, the entrance with the pirate going off that scared him was stupid as hell, but I laughed every time. The but crap I, he was I, doing I, with ODB was <laughs> Horse, yeah. gar- horse crap garbage. I hated it. But it worked for them two together. Yeah. You know, as dumb as it was, I mean, if you're going to do it with two people, who better? Right. <sighs> but Rude jumps Jarrett on the ramp during his entrance. Like an idiot, Robert Rude grabs a chair. The ref fights for it. And it slips and smacks Rude in the face. 
God. Uh, Jared hits a stroke, but Miss Brooks pulls the ref out of the ring. Uh, Brooks then gets ejected, and Rude uses handcuffs like brass knuckles to punch Jarrett. He doesn't finish him off, or this does not finish him off, rather. Uh, they go back and forth until Rude hits the payoff for the win. Uncle Dave gave it three and a quarter stars. I gave it two and a half for uh, kind of average. There's a lot of gunk going on. What say you? The hell is going on? I said three as well. Yeah, it was. I'm not questioning my life, by the way, for agreeing with him twice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I just it didn't blow me away. Then again, I've never been blown away by a Jeff Jarrett match, so I don't know. I do want to point out, I think this is correct. The match went on. This was like a huge built-up match. I don't know if you remember yeah. this. And it went on second. And from yeah, right. what I heard, Jeff had to leave early because you know, his wife was battling cancer at the time, so it had to get done so he could leave. Dang. So that's why it's on so early. Yeah, it makes sense. Sucks. But I don't remember sense. where. I think I heard. I think I heard someone on a podcast say that. Ah, okay. So, well, after the match, Rude says that he's shocked the world, and now he's going to hit Jarrett with his own guitar. He tries to, but Jarrett trips him and then locks in the figure four. Miss Brooks runs in to stop it, but now Eric Young runs out, tackles her, and locks her in the figure four. EY celebrates with Jeff Jarrett after the match. There you go. There are so many moves that do with Miss Brooks. Wow. Yeah, Kazarian does all of them. <laughs> uh, but backstage, Letitia Klein is standing by with Christian Cage, AJ Styles, and Scott Steiner. Yeah, Letitia she asks, is all the way live. You ain't kidding. Letitia asks. Oh, if okay, sorry. Before you go, do you remember this chick? I do. Yeah. She was there for a, for a little while. They had like kind of a revolving like, door of attractive. Say before what? anyone says, before anyone gets mad, says uh, chick. She calls herself a chick, just so you know. Uh, but um, well, they uh, kind of a revolving door of blo- of pretty blonde female interviewers there for a little while. So I don't know, but I remember this one in particular because she posed for like Playboy or Hustler or one of them magazines. So uh, is that one's working for them. <laughs> hey Vince, uh, you should really hire this girl. She's blonde and super tan. She's willing to get naked. Anyway. But her, uh, her pecs aren't as big as yours. Wow. Letitia asks if it's too early for... That, <laughs> Letitia asks if it's too early for them to be celebrating, and Christian says that it, it's already a foregone conclusion that they're all going to walk away as winners tonight. Steiner throws a fit because Tomko, who is supposed to be his partner, isn't there yet. Christian says that Tomko always shows up at the last minute, so don't worry about it. Uh, I forgot about the short-lived... Tomko Steiner tag team because the one I always remember is AJ and Tomko. That is that so underrated team. Yeah, and I, they were great together. They were it seemed like they were together for a while too. They were. They they worked well. Yeah, they, Tomko was never bad. He was just he never pushed as a top guy. I honestly thought that he was going to be a top guy coming out of this because they were pushing oh, him yeah. as like the reluctant follower of Christian. He's getting paid to be there. And I thought he was going to break out and be a big star for them. Uh, a lot of people pointed to Batista, you know, they, they both go by their last name, both tan. They both got a bunch of tattoos. So, so it, it was one and one and the tiebreakers Wardlow. Let's see. <laughs> wow. 
but Probably either happens, way. But like now we have proof that it does happen and it doesn't happen. So let's see. Right. Well, the uh, next match here is the Fallen Angel. Christopher Daniels taking on Rhino in about 10 minutes. Daniels walks out carrying Sting's yeah. black baseball bat and wearing Sorry. a Sting mask. Uh, the referee yeah. gets distracted as Daniels goes outside. Rhino leans through the ropes and Daniels blasts him with a baseball bat. He then pins Rhino for the win. Uncle Dave and I both gave this dose stars. What say you? I hated it. I gave it one. I've never done that to a Christopher Daniels match, but <sighs> they didn't work well together. I was bored, man. Yeah. And Rhino can have some good matches here and there. Uh, Daniels is fantastic. Uh, they just didn't mesh gel, whatever, you know, phrase you want to use. But this goes to show you how great AJ Styles is because they had good matches, him and Rhino. Right. Yeah. Hey, Rhino wasn't. Like I said, Rhino wasn't bad. He had some good matches. Oh, no, no, he's not, with, but uh, clearly he's, you know, the he right He's a good dance partner, yeah. But Rhino... It's like, not like Kurt Angle or someone who can have a five-star match with the Brooklyn Brawler, but... <laughs> right, and make him look like a star in the process. By the way, uh, real quick, off-topic, uh, speaking of Brooklyn Brawler, anyone watch Young Rock? Colt Cabana was the Brooklyn Brawler in that show. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. He probably geeked out for it, too. He nailed it, though, man. I thought he was fantastic, personally. I'll have to check that out. Well, I mean, Colt is all about comedy, so you know he nailed it, dude. Come on. Oh, well, yeah. Doesn't take course. a genius. So. <laughs> uh, but Rhino grabs a mic and says he didn't come here to lose or be cheated, so he's going to get Daniels' ass. And again, we're talking about getting ass, man. <laughs> but Rhino then, uh. <laughs> Rhino then chases him to the back and brings him back out. Daniels is, pour- Daniels is pouring blood as Rhino shows off a chair with Daniels' blood all over it. Rhino sets up two chairs, and he's going to hit a Rhino driver off the middle rope, but security breaks it up, holding Rhino back as Daniels runs away. So, this ain't over. Backstage. Oh, by a long shot. <laughs> Backstage, Jeremy Borash is standing by with ass dad Kip James. I'm going to call him that because he's the father of the ass boys, so he's ass dad. Uh, he asks if VKM is going to forfeit their match against Basham and Damaja since BG is in the hospital. Uh, Kip says forfeit isn't in his vocabulary. Yeah, there are a lot of things that aren't in your vocabulary that should be. But Kip says that tonight, yeah, like, like aging. <laughs> right. Uh, Kip says tonight, Christy Hemi is getting hers. So up next, we've got Basham and Damaja with Christy Hemi. Taking on Kip James in a two-on-one handicap match. This one went just shy of five minutes, mercifully. In the end, Damaja hits the brain damage, which is a sit-out double choke bomb on Kip. Basham hits a diving headbutt, and they win. Uncle Dave gave it a star. I gave it a star and a half. Let's say you. Barely gave it a star. Damn it, they tried. <laughs> Anyone doesn't know, this feud is, is out of the fact that... Uh... VKM wouldn't ignore, or they're talking about their past or something like that. And for some odd reason, Christy Hemi's like, you're not mentioning China. What about Shoni Lauer? Um, you know, what about her? Yeah, that whole thing. And then uh, I, I just like, like how... It, it's literally a WWE thing. And, whatever. Right. Well, the thing that got me was like, everybody had an overblown response in that segment. Her response was like unwarranted and like not needed and stupid. And then Kip follows it up with, listen up, slut. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. 
We're just we're going right in. All right. But anyway, Damage on Basham, double team Kip after the match. He fights back a bit, but they drop him. Uh, Lance Hoyt finally runs in to chase them off and protect Kip from a further beating. Yes, Lance Hoyt was uh, helping out VKM for reasons. No, it, 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 I don't know if you remember. He evolves into a reason. He what? It evolves into a reason. You don't remember? No. no he ends up turning on them, and Chris Yami manages him. And uh, what's the name of that? Was it Jimmy uh, Rave? Rave? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot that stemmed from this. All right. Who wants to get infected tonight? <laughs> I had to say it. Single, single-handedly put Activision stock over the top, man. Breaking all those uh, Guitar Hero guitars, dude. So, right. There you go. <laughs> Good grief. Well, backstage, Letitia Klein asks Chris Harris what he was, uh, what was going through his head tonight. Harris actually cuts a pretty great promo. He says that if Storm wanted to end AMW, all he had to do was ask. But instead, he tried blinding Harris with a beer bottle to the eye. He says that for the past five months, he's lived a nightmare, not a night. James Storm will be the one living a nightmare. This Around this time, I thought Chris Harris was going to be a huge single star for TNA. I did, too. And then he gets that call from WWE to be Braden Walker. and uh, I'll knock your brains out, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> So stupid. Well, you remember that time he stood out at the top of the ramp with his hands on his hips. Hell yes, dude. I still get like chills seeing that, dude. <laughs> I like, well, I don't like, but you know, because he swelled up when he went there. He obviously quit working out as much and uh, quit watching what he was eating. And then, hey, like Chris Hero. <laughs> right. Uh, when he came back to, uh, to TNA for like a one off, he was bigger than ever. I'm like, holy cow. Like, why? You used to be in phenomenal shape. Now you're just like, eh, F it. <sighs> but this next match is Cowboy James Storm with Jackie Moore in his corner taking on Wildcat Chris Harris in a Texas death match that went 17 minutes and 20 seconds. This fight starts out on the ramp and goes into the crowd. When Storm is in the crowd, Harris skies from the top rope uh, in the ring out to Storm in the crowd and then pins him. Storm beats the 10 count, though. Storm hangs Harris in the Tree of Woe and then hits him with a chair, busting him wide open. When Harris catapults Storm into the bottom of a table, that busts Storm open, too. Both guys are bleeding buckets. Uh, Storm puts Harris through a table for a pin, but Harris beats the 10 count. Jackie Moore keeps getting involved until Gail Kim runs out and handcuffs her, bringing her to the back. Chris Harris then shatters, <laughs> Chris Harris then shatters a beer bottle over Storm's head and pins him. Storm cannot beat the 10 count. So Wildcat wins. Uncle Dave gave this four and a quarter stars. I give it three and a half, maybe four. It was a damn good match. What say you? I gave it four, and I said in a day in the age where people are bastardizing the hell out of the Texas death match, this shows you what it's supposed to be. It yep. was amazing. And this feud warranted it. It wasn't yep. just like, oh, you insulted me last week? Let's have a Texas death match. Like, why? That's a death match, by the way, from the guy from Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, in Orlando. <laughs> right. I'm not going to nitpick, because, you know. But, yeah, this was amazing. Right. Uh, but, you know, this is a huge feud. Been going on for a while. Big, bloody brawl. And then, like, uh, ah, James Storm couldn't beat the 10 count. Chris Harris wins. To the back! Uh-huh. That was one of my biggest criticisms of, of TNA as a whole. They always did that. 
I know. It's like, you didn't give it two seconds to soak it up. It was like, ding, 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 hit his music. Okay, go to JD in the uh, back. Not, not to get ahead, but this happens to end the show. Yep. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I had a note about that, too. Yeah. But, but we just have to go to the back now, where Jeremy Borash is standing by with Christopher Daniels and Sting. Sting says Daniels doesn't understand something. I, I don't know. Daniels says he understands perfectly and then walks off. Sting then talks to the camera and says that uh, Kurt Angle has been jumping him from behind for weeks. Now it's showtime. And that will lead into the main event here in a few. And we, and we all know Sting's not going to win because he only wins at Bound for Glory. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you're right. I, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Well, you know, they called him Mr. October at one point. You remember yeah, that? Screw you, Reggie. <laughs> uh, but this next one is a four corners match between Tiger Mask, Alex Shelley, Sen Shi, and Jerry Lynn. What about 11 minutes? Mike today puts on his professor hat again, and he runs down Tiger Mask's entire history in about 15 seconds. <sighs> like during his entrance, like he starts coming out and he's like, this is a legendary Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask, the, the, the Tiger Mask gimmick was born in blah, 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 blah with the original. And then, <laughs> and then Misawa was the second one. And now this is a third one. Anyway, to the match. I didn't get your reference about the mask until just now, but yeah, you did. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. But there's a rumor he had eggs and, and bacon for breakfast. Wow. Uh, well, at least, at least he's not Tope Suicida. <laughs> there's that. Uh, in the end, Alex Shelley goes up top with Jerry Lynn, but Lynn hits a sunset flip for the win. Uncle Dave gave it three and a half stars. I gave it an even three. What say you? I gave it three. Really fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they just, you know, I don't know. I think it went a little long. Yeah, it was. was my criticism of it. That was fine. 11 minutes. Yeah, maybe. But for four guys, I don't know. They, they put on a hell of a show. I'll give them that, so. But Alex Shelley jumps Jerry Lynn from behind after the match. Lynn then uh, gets the better of him, and Chris Sabin runs in to help Shelley. wonder where that's going to go. Uh, they double-team Lynn until Bob Backlund rushes in the ring to beat them off of Lynn. <sighs> that's Sabin a real and Shelley it. Why is Bob Backlund still effing here? Because who, Kevin Nash loves him, dude. I don't know. Who could possibly give a damn? Like, <sighs> Stupid. Anyway. We now go to uh, back to Letitia Klein standing by with Tomko in a random locker room. She asks why Tomko is alone in his own locker room and why he showed up late. Tomko says that he doesn't like Scott Steiner. He's an idiot and he had his own stuff to take care of. However, he gave his word that he would work with Scott Steiner and win the world tag team titles tonight. So he's here now. And that leads us into this. It is Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon defending the NWA tag team titles against LAX, Homicide and Hernandez with Conan in their corner, and Scott Don't Steiner and Tom. LAX. Yes. Uh, and they're taking on Scott Steiner and Tomko. It is a triple threat tag team match. And it went 14 minutes. Did you notice, by the way, we, we haven't hit the main event yet, obviously, but all three title matches tonight are triple threats. Yeah, I did, yeah. Kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, in the end, Steiner and yeah, Tomko. you like huh? Right. What was the one year? Was it 2015? I, I can't remember now where it's like every card. It's like, oh, there's three people in the match. Let's make it six. I don't remember the year, but I do remember that. 
Yeah, where it's like, of course it's going to be a six-pack challenge. And it, can, can we jam eight people in there? Let's do eight. Like, just have a one-on-one. Just one time. I'm telling <laughs> but, you, at some point, they're going to have an elimination chamber where four people start and there's four in the pods. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, Tomko uh, tells Scott Steiner to hold Brother Ray, who moves, and Tomko big boots Scott out of the ring. Team 3D then hits Tomko with a 3D for the pinfall win. Uh, Uncle Dave gave this three stars. I didn't like it as much. I gave it two and a half. Let's see you. Um, I gave it two. I didn't care for it. It was okay. I wasn't jumping out of my seat for this one. So, uh, but after the match, Scott Steiner. I didn't think off. I'd ever like not jump out of my seat for a Steiner and Dudley match, but I know, was. right? Yeah. Now, to be fair, there's some missing elements though, but still. Well, after the match, Scott Steiner goes off on Tomko, and they start fighting. Tomko gets the better of him and fires off some repeated shots in the corner. All of a sudden, Rick Steiner slides in and jumps Tomko from behind. They beat Tomko down and then do the Steiner Brothers pose. So the dog-faced gremlin is officially in TNA now. And there's the missing element. Yep. But now we go backstage where Jeremy Borash is standing by with Kurt Angle and Sting's usual promo area. with Weird lighting and effects and swinging chains and all that. Angle says, this is where all the Hocus Pocus BS comes from. And he says, Sting paints his face like a clown to wrestle his matches, but he's a real wrestler. He says that Sting is a clown like Ronald McDonald, and the major difference between him and Sting is that he's a wrestler, whereas Sting is a cartoon character. I see uh, an argument there. I love Sting, (laughs) don't get me wrong, but is he wrong? Yep. Hey, Sting has always been, you know, a gimmick. Nobody has ever accused him of, you know, putting on five-star classics or anything. He's he's had Although some good he matches. Has. Yeah, he's he's he has some good matches, uh, some really good matches, but that's not his thing. People don't pay to see Sting because they think he's going to tear it up and you know get seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. But <laughs> but up next, it for every is, Hogan and Sting, there's a Macho Man and, and like uh, Ricky Steamboat. So right, yeah, know. and that's okay. Hey. Yeah, I'm wrong with that at all. Yeah, not everybody's gonna put up them, uh, you know, those the stars. But up next, it is AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe in 12 minutes 46 seconds. In the end, Samoa Joe pretends to have a uh, have hurt his knee. This gets Styles to get pretty cocky, and then uh, when he sees Joe is faking it, he tries a spin kick but misses. Joe locks him in the coquina clutch and then hits an overhead coquina clutch suplex, and then pin Styles to win. Uncle Dave and I both gave this trace and a half stars. What say you? I gave it three. This was really good. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like, uh, you know, oh, the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was really good. I enjoyed it. My note I, here is uh, Samoa Joe pretend to be hurt. Is he pretending? Let's be real. It's Samoa Joe. <laughs> well, nowadays, yeah. Back then, he... he <laughs> I don't remember him being hurt that often. I mean, he he did a couple of times. Don't get me wrong. But by the time he went to WWE, it's like everything just ramped up. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're hurt like at least every other month. Like, come on, man. I hate saying Which, this, but I'm surprised he's lasted in AEW this long without being hurt. Yeah, I know. They're hey, they're trying with him, man. So uh, that's that's good. Hopefully, hopefully he can keep himself healthy and has figured something out. But, hey, they got DDP there. Maybe he can start doing DDPY. Maybe that'll help him. <laughs> but either way, uh, we're going to take our second to last break here. On the other end of this break, we're going to dive into the main event world heavyweight title match right after this.
Follow the main event marks at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod on Twitter at main event underscore marks and on Instagram at main event underscore marks and at main event collector. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and I'm the host of the No Credentials Required podcast. Start your work week with the Monday drop in where I talk about the sports beat in the Capital District, also known as the Mighty 518, as well as Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view. I also give a life lesson from a weekly sports story, so you might learn something from that. I also have a midweek podcast where I interview different sports personalities and talk about a wide array of topics. Take a listen and subscribe on your preferred podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Also check out our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram, BellyUpNCR, and Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. We're a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. No credentials required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we are back. And we're back. Main event time. It is a triple threat for the NWA World Heavyweight title. It is Christian Cage defending against Kurt Angle and Sting in about 16 minutes. Sting rolls up Christian with a schoolboy, but the ref was bumped. Uh, he finally crawls over to make the count as Kurt Angle had Sting locked in an ankle lock. If you can imagine, Sting has a schoolboy pin on Christian while being put in the ankle lock. It's an odd thing to see. But another referee was in at this point and sees Sting tap out just as the first ref counts three on the pin. However, at the end of the show... Because that has contrived death. <laughs> right. Uh, at the end of the show, they award the match and the NWA title to Kurt Angle... Uncle Dave gave this three and a quarter star. Uh, I gave it three stars. What say you? I gave it two because I thought the ending really rolling the entire thing. Yeah, the ending was kind of stupid. I think it was still a good match all in all. Just, yeah, they're probably setting up for a return match. I can't, I didn't look ahead, so I can't, and I don't remember off the top of my head, head what oh, happened. King of the Mountains coming. But... Well, yeah, there you go. Well, what uh, we were referring to... I what? mean, that's, that's next month, right? Are we covering that? I believe we are. Uh, Slammiversary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, stay tuned. There you go. But this is what we were alluding to earlier. As soon as they announce Kurt Angle is the winner, they hand him the title, and the pay-per-view goes off the air. There were some We're talking made... like three or four seconds after he's holding the belt up. Yeah, they're Chim- like... And, yeah, we hear ding, ding, ding. Here's your winner, a new NWA champion, Kurt Angle. All right, good night, everybody. It was effing stupid, man. There was some major timing issues with this company. Major. I feel like every company, even to this day, AEW doesn't, can't get the timing down. 
Yeah. And uh, well, this one I, I feel know, like a lot of people talk crap about Kevin Dunn, but clearly that man does something right. Uh, well, and then you got you know uh, agents in the back of WWE with uh, or a gorilla position with a freaking stopwatch and everything. So uh, this one, I, it's I, called professionalism. I yeah. mean, this shows right here that you might need to do that. I feel oh. like the reason for this is because Russo just overwrote everything and he just wanted to overbook everything. So I'm not making yeah, excuses, Well, actually. I, I mean, I don't think it's on him not to defend the idiot, but oh, I still think they could have cut time on things. Yeah. There's ways around that. That's, that should be the last person to blame, honestly. He's not out there yeah. executing it, to be fair. Yeah, well, I, I feel a little sorry yeah, for them. I believe I just, just defended that idiot, by the way. But. I I cut them a little bit of leeway with that kind of stuff because it's like he writes all this garbage and then they're told, oh, well, he's a head writer. You got to figure out a way to stuff it in there. And they're sitting there trying to figure out, it's like, okay, is there anything we're allowed to cut or trim or anything? Uh, that, that fool shouldn't have had a job. That's all I know. Uh, at least not with this company where, you know, he, his writing can be subjected to the masses. I mean, I'm pretty sure GCW needs somebody. Oh, God, even they wouldn't hire that fool. But anyway, it's almost like when like uh, last week we talked about ECW not liking. Uh, what was that? That XPW. One, XP, yeah, it's like, man, you know, you're bad when they don't like you. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, do not associate us with porn, sir. <laughs> Either way, uh, that is the end of this one, though. When we come back from this next break, we're going to dive into the final ratings and telling you what's to come in the future on the podcast right after this. Follow the main event marks at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod on Twitter at main event underscore marks and on Instagram at main event underscore marks and at main event collector. This message is brought to you by Belly Up Sports. No, just kidding. This is not an NWO promo. This is just me, Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom, the host of Here in Puckburg on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I have a hockey podcast where we talk about hockey fandom and the love of the game and where that leads you in this, this game we call life. Why am I on Main Event Marks telling you about this? Well, what if I told you I had one half of the world's greatest tag team, otherwise known as the Main Event Marks, the one and only Greg, Superfly Greg. He was on, and he was talking about his love of the game. So you might want to come over and check that episode out. And if you like what you hear, you can check out the rest of our incredible episodes with our incredible hockey community from PHF athletes, ESPN personalities, fathers of NHL players, and a whole lot more. Come by, follow the show, give a like, give a subscribe, and it'd be great to have you here in Puckburg. But enough about me. Let's get back to what you're really here for, the main event marks, because they are the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, 
Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. Final ratings time. Internet movie database gave it the harshest uh, rating. They said 7.3 out of 10. Cagematch.net gave it an 8.07 out of 10. And I gave it an even 8 out of 10 for a, probably a B plus. What say you? Give it a B minus. This could thought, have been an A pay-per-view, honestly, but Yeah. I don't think they wanted it to be, and that's not a defense. Like that's you know, you should go into every pay-per-view wanting to blow the doors off. But I think they were wanting this to be more of a setup pay-per-view for like say Slam Aversary coming up. See, I mean you're probably right, but that's so stupid when you're a lesser known company. Yeah, you know? right. And WWE's been you know, use that with like, especially like a fast lane is usually, usually not like a amazing show or anything, but it's setting up for what you're going to see the next month at WrestleMania. So, yeah. you know, so it's, I mean, the one we went to in Cleveland was pretty much that. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like not a trash show by any means. I, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, you know, one of the oh, last few of you know. the shield. So it was pretty epic. Yeah. That was the best part of the whole show. I, I really enjoyed seeing that. But that wraps up for Sacrifice 2007. We will be back on the TNA 2007 train on June 15th. That's when we cover our first TNA anniversary of the month. Pretty much letting you know that there, we're covering a few of them in June. But that's going to be anniversary 07. So keep an eye out for that coming up. But next week, well, actually, first of all, this week, we're not done yet. I forgot. Uh, this Friday. Yeah, I mean, we better not be because I watched that show. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yeah you'll see why when you hear what it is <laughs> uh this uh this friday we're dropping our b- 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 bonus episode it's wwf saturday night's main event one uh man yeah. it, it's it's a show we'll talk about there we it. go this is, this is the part of the show where i throw tj under the bus i didn't pick this <laughs> hey i i was trying all right I am 100% game for the next paper, uh, next show next week. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, what I was what I was building up to with that uh, with this one is uh, next week on the 25th to close out May is WCW Slam Aversary Slam Aversary 1997. Now that is a pretty good one. Not yeah, great, I can imagine. Good, but uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that one. I love WCW in 1997. It's always cool to review, go back and review those shows. The news and notes are always uh, something to, that's to talk about. That's why I'm looking forward to the bonus show, honestly. I can't wait to hear those news. No, that news. Those news. Yeah, I got I to gotta dig that up. Yeah, yeah I got to dig some of that up and see what's uh, see what's on our plate for that one. Because I'm, I'm sure there's uh, plenty of territory news. You know, they're still kicking, sort of. <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll talk about all that this Friday, and like I said, next week uh, we're going to bring you 
uh, some more WCW from me and Greg's. I, th- I think I'm pretty sure that's your favorite year in WCW too, isn't it? Uh, 2000. Yeah. <laughs> N- ni- 1997. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, usually good stuff coming from that year. So looking forward to it. But that wraps this one up. Thank you for joining me today, Greg. Mm-hmm. And we will see you all next. Well, this Friday with Saturday night's main event. And then next Wednesday, yet again, with Slambury 1997. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.